Welcome to the AWPT Podcast, a safe space for personal trainers and coaches who want to learn, grow, and feel heard in the fitness industry. Each week, we'll bring you industry-relevant discussions on all things coaching, mindset, and professional development, empowering you with the tools to be a competent and confident coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another AWPT Live, where we are going to be joined by Amy, who is our, she's just joining now, who is our head of nutrition at AWPT, and also our female-specific nutrition ambassador. We are so excited to have her on board, which is exciting because I don't think I've ever done a (laughs) three-way A three-way chat. I was so impressed by this too. I was like, let's see if it works. Oh, this is so cool. This is probably my first I've ever done too. Very nice. Welcome Um, in. Jenna, how are you today? Thank you. I'm good, thank you. How are you both? Good. Good. Jenna, I've actually just stalked you. So (laughs) I've listened to a podcast all about you and a little bit on social anxiety too. So I was like, better bring that This is one thing. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say I'm the same, like I'm very yeah. into, well, I say ambivert, like there will be people I'm very extroverted around yeah. and then there's others that you're, you know, they get like a little bit silent and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. I'm just absorbing the yeah. sensory input right yeah. now. Trying to suss out if it's safe to be <laughs> out <laughs> yeah. knowing it. Yeah. 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 I think someone will see my reels um, and they'll ask, is that what she's actually like? And I was like, yes, around certain people. So I think it depends on your environment. But you're very comfortable here. I promise you, you are safe. And um, yeah, we're very excited to have you. Isn't it funny? I'm literally sitting at home in my own environment, but just by having the phone there, it just changes the dynamic. And it's like, I'm safe. There's nothing. It's how it was, you know, an hour ago here by myself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like a little mini vortex. Like you're in my lounge room too now and in Kayla's. Yep, yep. You know what? I feel like after this, Jenna, you're going to be like, I love doing lives. Like I'm going to do them all the time. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Um, And I also heard that you like salmon, which I can disagree on, but um, it's a healthy omega-3, so I'm very impressed. Yeah. I was actually listening to your podcast this morning. (laughs) about um the sardines and things like that so <laughs> How do you go oh, no. sardines? <laughs> yeah i don't think I that. <laughs> yeah no i think it's a look i'm the least fishy person like i don't like fish but i definitely have to hide it in something so if i blend it in something it's definitely a lot easier um then i don't i pretend it's not there yeah <laughs> hide it with lots of herbs um but yeah, definitely a micronutrient rich source. So I think it's quite funny. I was listening to your podcast, you're listening to mine. Yeah. Um, but on that note, and I was listening to, I guess, your fitness journey, and you've done so much when I was listening to one, working in the fitness industry, working more from an educational standpoint, nutrition. Yeah. Um, I know you're doing like, I think it's Pilates study kind of stuff now. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your elevator? a pitch i guess or even your short story of what you've kind of gone through from a fitness aspect where you started best where you are now yes so i started getting into fitness 10 years ago so 2013 was when i became a pt so i studied three and four and i was competing 
so back then it was very much about how I looked and I was doing probably a lot of unhealthy things to look a certain way and I didn't really care then I was like oh well who cares if I don't get my period doesn't matter I'm gonna look shredded for the stage and just didn't care and then I guess as times progress over those 10 years things have sort of evolved and I've changed my view on what I will and won't put my body through so you know to have abs all the time and look a certain way it's like it's not really something that i'm willing to sacrifice my health for um and as we've spoken about there's a few like health conditions i've gone through and we'll chat about that as well that mm. it's like it's not worth it for me as well mm. Mm. and i think even like it's new knowledge right like even growing yeah. up and having abs and a six pack and even yeah. competing in things myself it's like it's kind of a bragging right you're like i must be i must be an athlete like i'm too fit to have a menstrual cycle i don't have a period because i'm one of the yeah. elite yeah. and you know it's taken a while of, to kind of stamp out that communication and i guess the message in there being really unhealthy and being wrong essentially and not knowing the full impact of not having a cycle what that would have mm. on like a female's health as well so i don't think i think there's so many people who would be nodding their heads to being like yeah i i would have assumed it's okay and i would have assumed that i can skip and I'm, the, the only negative thing is i'm not pregnant right yeah. um and delving into i guess the health impact of that too speaking of health feel free to give us a little rundown on your experience where your current health is at and even if there's other people who are around you that's made you want to learn more i guess in these areas yeah yes so in terms of my health so i was um mentioned i was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis so ms in 2017. i'm pretty fortunate that it hasn't really impacted me at all but it is i'm just mindful that it could so i do as much as i can to at manage my own energy nutrition fitness everything that i can do um so that you know i can prevent and it's one of those conditions that maybe something might happen you might have something maybe you won't so it just really it depends on the individual so that was one thing where i was like i really need to take um like health and nutrition and i went down various like research paths and i was like there's got to be something more than medication like that i can do um and there's a whole different um world i guess in terms of nutrition and people's take on what you can do and what you shouldn't do for ms there's mm -hmm. so many different varying things as well um and it, yeah it all comes under that autoimmune conditions my mom also has autoimmune conditions as well at friends and i've realized like how common they are mm -hmm. and i guess they're more and more <laughs> frequently people are being diagnosed and expressing different conditions and I didn't really hear about 10 years ago mm, yeah and like it is a, I guess a silver lining is to be able to it creates your need for more knowledge right and then yeah. your ability to help people from there too yeah. um from a I know you said competing and everything else in lower body fat and not really having a menstrual cycle how long would you have been without one and how long did it take to get one back um it was a fair while i was going through i guess the um marina at the same time so it's hard to sort of pinpoint when you know i was having it naturally properly mm -hmm. um i did eventually go off that because i found i was getting a heap of pimples around like the jawline and stuff like that and i was like maybe it's this so changed that and there's a whole heap of things that i was doing at the same time so 
I'm not sure exactly how long that would have been. Mm. And I think you're not alone in that too. People move from contraception to natural cycles or, you know, maybe not yeah. give it long enough and then jump onto another contraceptive and then, you know, there's never really any natural cycle there or there's such a build-up of synthetic mm. hormones that, you know, it's such a long period to know what normal is and yeah. what natural or holistic health kind of is. Um, yeah. Kayla, do you have any questions <laughs> in there? Yeah, no, no. I'd love to hear, like, a little bit about... Um, how you kind of got into like so are you coaching at the moment you're coaching i i was doing like a little bit of nutrition coaching so i did a cert for a nutrition so i was doing that mainly to do with macros this was probably a couple of years ago um and now i'm just getting back into like the online space of i guess um home training and things like that so i'm sort of in a bit of a home training era myself um, and that's something that I was like, oh, actually, this this can work for women who are wanting to do this, and that's where I'm sort of trying to get to now. Yes, mm -hmm. so you're con combining like the nutrition side of things with the home training for yeah. women who maybe feel intimidated to go to the gym, or yeah. I mean, the potential yeah. of another lockdown. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. and I guess but, women that are, are busy and, and not really wanting to train as such but just want to do general exercise um to just to be healthy and and to hit those benchmarks that you need to just to keep your body moving yeah hmm. to fit into the lifestyle to fit into their busy lifestyle yeah that's yeah. it that's it that's amazing and so where do you like where do you see yourself taking that in the future yeah good question um <laughs> i i was kind of deciding on what I wanted to do, whether this is going to be like a group type thing with on-demand videos or whether I want to do one-on-one -on -one and, and help people that way. So, um, yeah, it's like where, what it's sort of way do I go or both? Yeah, that's where I'm sort of deciding. And I keep having different ideas and the more I sort of um, go down that path and things develop and then I'm like, oh, but I can do this and there's this mm -hmm. app and I can, you know, there's so many different options available. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, I think even from a transition, like it was a long period of like, you know, it's kind of phasing out now, but there was such a long or great amount of people competing in everything else as well. And the only way yeah. that someone thought that they could get fit or get lean or, or whatever it is, is to compete or to train like a bodybuilder. And I think having that, yeah. opening up that space of like diversity, like you don't just have to be a bodybuilder or a crossfitter or yeah. like the complete opposite and be outdoors and running like there is so many other outlets for yeah. training your your muscles under resistance and having yeah. maybe something which is less stressful on the body as well yeah yeah absolutely um and i i just sort of started training from home and was like oh I, you know i always had in my head that i need to be going like hard all the time and then doing that over like the last eight to ten weeks i'm like I've actually seen some positive changes by taking it back and, and doing less, um, mm. which has been really good. And I'm like, oh, so, you know, you don't just gain weight and your body just <laughs> completely changes by stepping back a little bit, which has been nice to see. Mm. I think even yeah, Taylor, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, and I think yeah. that's one of the big things I've noticed with even the mentorship with Taylor as well and in the training is that I was like, oh, I'm doing less. And yeah. my personally, my body responds better by doing yeah. less, and that might be yeah. like a sympathetic nervous tone or, or whatever it is. But even from a nutritional aspect of like keeping things simple and focusing on quality is, you know, I don't, I'm 
I think there's this misconception that even nutritionists are like chefs. I'm like, I am the laziest person. And also Kayla can vouch, I cook okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but you know, there's something to be said for keeping things simple and not overcomplicating or overwhelming ourselves who already have knowledge, but also our clients who don't have that knowledge to be able to, um, I guess, navigate areas that we can. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. <laughs> Is there anything yeah, in particular? Yeah. Is there anything in particular in the course structure or content that you really want to delve deep into? I'm really excited about the menstrual cycle stuff and nutrition that um, impacts that um, and realising like what things you like you can do beforehand before you actual cycle in the month before that changes what your current menstrual cycle is. So that's like I heard you speak about that. I was super interested to learn more about that and I guess fertility. Um, as I said, I had studied the certificate four in nutrition, but that stuff wasn't covered, um, mm. anything to do with female-specific stuff. So I'm really excited to learn more about that. <laughs> mm, yeah, and, and even from a sports nutrition aspect, like it's a lot of the data that we have is 18 to 22-year-old college-age men. Like it's not made yeah. for women. So I think there definitely was a need for that. and um you know i'm sure you'll have a lot of women who aspire to be like you and being able to deliver information which is specific or customized to them mm -hmm. and their physiology mm -hmm. i think is really important um i think i don't know if, if you picked on this one but i think there's like a lot of people who listen to that podcast which is out today and you know you're talking about how yeah you can still have a bleed and not ovulate and i think that's yeah. a misconception of like i must have ovulated because i had a bleed yeah um and even just we speak so much about having a menstrual bleed and like the quality of our bleed but like no one's there being like hey did you have like ovulation discharge like what was the quality yeah. is it cyclical like did you get a temperature shift has your mood or libido changed and all that kind of stuff too and yes there's limited data on females like they're only recently being studied but that's exactly why this course needs to be at the forefront is because you want to be a part of a change and i think it's very easy for something which is new or different to get a lot of feedback which is negative i'd be mm. like oh like you know your menstrual cycle isn't that much impact and i see a lot of that um but it's you know it's not a broad statement around menstrual cycle it's dealing with the individual in front of you and their current symptoms you know or um if you can make them perform better by, by tweaking things or by adding things or changing nutrition or diet or supplementation then why wouldn't you yeah 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 and it's something that I think we never used to track either. Like, didn't really think about it. Um, it's sort of like you just got your cycle when you did and you didn't really look at how long it was or anything like that. It was just, it, it was what it, it is what it is back then. Now there's like so many ways to track and then look at the length and you just notice all these changes that by monitoring just completely oblivious to once upon a time mm, yeah and i think it is interesting to correlate like a lot of people don't like they have gut issues yeah but no one correlates it to their cycle and you're like yeah. if you actually walked it back is that ovulation is that premenses or you know did you have an anovulatory cycle and they're like oh i never thought of connecting the two no um, no which you know no. we should like one of the main differences between men and women is the fact we have a menstrual ovarian cycle so yeah. i think being able to have clients understand that and also give those tips 
that are manageable to kind of mm. help things ease off. Because when you look at one aspect of the body, you're obviously affecting all other areas. So you're affecting your digestion, but also your mental health. Like I've never seen, like you shouldn't flip from like bipolar, like happy in follicular phase to like completely depressed and anxious in, yeah. in uh, luteal phase as well. But yeah. knowing, I guess, how to manage that too and not like you want to balance between like normalizing certain feelings and me being potentially more introverted luteal phase, more extroverted follicular phase. That doesn't mean I'm a completely different person. Um, yeah. You know, I think sometimes we go to the extremes and we glorify like, I can't help it. I'm on my period. I'm emotional. I'm like a complete maniac. Like you shouldn't be that. <laughs> yeah. Finding the common ground kind of like acknowledging and validating someone's experience and what can help them versus um, embellishing. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, that's a hard thing to do because obviously what is abrasive cells um and what is like in someone's face cells too or like is you know more liked yeah yeah so so much to to learn i'm I'm super excited about all of this yeah and there is a lot to it like obviously like menstrual cycle is only one aspect of it and it carries through but there's so many phases that women will have that men won't you know like and different conditions that women will experience and men won't and that's i guess half the the reasoning for it and knowing that yeah. we do typically have lower nutrient intakes that we have to be more vigilant with nutrient density mm. um, and what we're putting into our body and it's you know minimum six months to a year preconception to to making a child which is healthy you know like and ultimately we should be living in that fertile healthy body as yeah. long as possible so you know there's so many like the fact we can birth children which are somewhat healthy um is a miracle in itself because there's you know as you said there's more autoimmune conditions there's more environmental toxins more pollution more lower micronutrient density in our soils and everything else as well that the need for even understanding it it becomes even more important because we're kind of in an uphill battle around those things too um and it's not being studied like peri postmenopause like we're not really it's not a priority Mm. um I've even seen something along the lines of like, <laughs> we've had 10 different iPhones, but we've had the same four contraceptives, right? For, for the entire yeah. span of that. Yeah. So the research, the backing, the money isn't going into looking at female health and knowing that you know a lot of these contraceptives can be damaging as well or aren't um, looked at. But it's okay, we can put out a new phone each year like, and we can, we can yeah. look at those kind of things. And there's like more research into men's health issues when it comes to yeah. impotence and, and stuff like that too than there is into women and and knowing i guess the importance of like yeah but if you want a healthy male you also need to have a healthy mother yeah um and how many yeah. generations down the line that affects too yeah um but anyway that is a lot to cover um but that's i guess the importance of every single episode or every single uh <laughs> module is <laughs> recorded so there yes. is that playback and it like there should be those moments and you're like this is a lot of information to be able to go back and, and relearn it um yeah how do you learn best in that just for when i am teaching how do you feel like you learn best um probably it's going to be like writing things down i would say um, even I noticed in like the Pilates course, like just going over it and writing it out. And I think that's because I have to fully understand to be able to write it back out in my own mm-hmm. words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess having ample time to write to write. Yeah. I find that, 
Because yeah. obviously things go quickly. I find that even for uni for myself, like I, because the reason, the way babies learn best and children learn so quickly is they watch something first through and they like absorb it. Yeah. And then the second time around, you might take notes. Like it's yeah. having both aspects of those learning. So if that's one tip I offer for anyone who is doing the course as well, is that like absorb and be a part and interact in the first round, then yeah. rewatch, take notes and have a set of questions after that to ask in the next round. Because I think that's the whole point of having us live is that like you can ask those questions yeah. but it doesn't mean to be at that time because by the end of the session you're probably like this is a lot to take in like I'll get back to you yeah. um but then you can bring it to the next um session as well yeah cool 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 yeah um Kayla any final questions comments any of the above no I I just am really excited Jenna for you to be a part of this thank you so much for jumping on board like I couldn't have think, thought of all like even just had like a better ambassador you know you. apply right like you know you've going through your own like auto like hearing that story was like that's incredible and the fact that you know you're taking care of your health and health is first yeah. like there's a you know a very strong story strong background there and you know you can see that you really care about you know you, your clients the services that you offer to your clients which is also really amazing um yeah. to see so i'm really excited for you to take this course thank you so much for coming on board thank you um and i will see you in the lectures as well yes. i'm gonna be there oh how exciting <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be writing notes too <laughs> <laughs> yeah and kayla loves it because every time we reteach a semester i'm like and there's nothing new yeah um so you know i think that's the whole point is that this course should evolve over time because yeah. there is so many new things and we won't necessarily get the information of the impact of some of the stuff which is impacting women like whether it be contraceptive or whether it be environmental or anything like that and until you know years down the line and that's the point of like yeah. continuing growing and learning i think for yourself as well as like you seem to from what i've heard as well as like continually grow and learn and yeah. adapt and evolve and um i think that's half the reason we really like you as an ambassador as well is because you do have that versatility to want to learn yeah. um and it comes from a lack of ego too right of being like you know what i can know more yeah and i and i want to know more to be able to impact people better yeah absolutely yeah amazing cool. all right well thank you um, thank I you i will see you guys all soon i'm sure i'll spam you anyway <laughs> yep. thank you so much it was good to good to chat and like properly face to face <laughs> yeah, yeah it's so strange when you don't really see someone until like in person or like video yeah yeah and for anyone who's watching who is interested in doing the female specific nutrition course we are very close to starting so we are getting started in september um you know we're currently you can find all the links in the lincoln awpt university bio. i'm pretty sure it's in amy's bio as well um and yeah we can't wait to get started this is like a course that is just so needed um for coaches and personal trainers to be able to help their female clients and um like, as you can see, Amy is a wealth of knowledge and we're so excited to be learning from her and, and have the privilege to learn from her as well. So, and having her on yeah. board as well, having, having both of you on board as part of the team, like what a team, love it. <laughs> Good team. Thank you both right. so much. Thank you everyone for watching as well. If you have any questions for any of us, you know, feel free to shoot us a DM. Thanks guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening.
listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content.